Welcome to Lynn Cullen Live, talk radio without the static. Email your questions and comments to lynn at pghcitypaper.com. And now your host, Lynn Cullen. Hello, 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 and welcome to April 2nd. It be a Tuesday, and you've been spared the fire alarm, which uh, just went off and uh, is now over, although it's been known to start up again. And it being a Tuesday, we... <coughs> All right, I heard that. <coughs> we uh, we welcome my <coughs> sister Susan. Hi, Susan. Well, may- hi, maybe you welcome me. Did you- can you hear me? You sound wonderful. Oh, good. You sound better well, than you did I'm in, in, in California. Okay, well, I'm on the brick fort. I'm in, you know, the brick fortress, and you never know if uh, your cell phone service is working. Well, wherever it, it's it's working. So Susan has uh, found okay. herself back in uh, the family homestead of Green Bay, Wisconsin. Where I, I have delivered our our. I have oh, delivered first. our mother. Oh. Do you believe it? What? What's? The, I mean. <clears throat> All right. Hang on. Beyond belief. <laughs> ah. And if they, it goes on forever. <clears throat> Why would they do it twice like that? What would be the point? And what's the point of continuing to have it keep going? It works, okay? Jesus H. <laughs> maybe it's not an alarm. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's not a test. <laughs> No, nobody's leaving. You know, they, this thing goes off so often, even if it were real, no one would react. Jesus, shut up! Unbelievable. Perhaps you should evacuate. <laughs> Unbelievable. Is, this is longer than usual, isn't it? And it's the second one. I'm sorry. I think you should evacuate. <laughs> uh, hang on. I'm sorry. Hello. Susan? Hello? You may resume your prayer. You were saying Jesus? Yes. Well, I run out and I say, if, what? If, I if you want to go for the world record, you have to say it 14 minutes, 14 times more in 15 oh. seconds while in front of a legislative body. Yeah. Which happens to be our our legislative body, right? Did you read about that? <laughs> Or did, oh, I heard about it. Yeah, wonderful. It was everywhere. Yeah, isn't that nice? And that was to welcome the new Muslim uh, woman to the legislature. Yeah, I know. Isn't that vile? So I ran out there. I was screaming at poor Rodney, the receptionist. I said, what are they doing? And he said, it's a fire alarm. <laughs> Yeah, like you're all supposed to be evacuating, but all that all that this has trained you to do is ignore it. That's right. Do you well, notice like, that? You know what? It's like it car alarms. It did not occur to anybody to say, "Oh, right. clearly this is not a test." No, it's like car alarms, right? Do you ever even look out the window if you hear a car alarm go off? Yeah, I throw things. It's usually right under my bedroom, you know, at yeah. three o'clock in the morning in Chicago. Laura wants to know, why do they test every month? We only need to test two times a year here in Michigan. 
and ours talks to us as well. Sorry, but I'm laughing so hard. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying it, Laura. God. All right, well, we don't have to suffer that. It hurts. You have no idea how loud it is in here. We've got one of the, I mean, it's coming right out of there, and it's beyond belief. Well, it's coming straight into my speaker, straight into my ears, so yes, I do. Okay. That's why why I screamed. God. I mean, (sighs) why do they test it every month? I guess because fire guys don't have anything else to do. They sit around and wait a lot for, you know, it's one of those. So when the building burns down, you don't sue the landlord for not having a working siren. Oh, do you think it's the landlord's doing or the or some kind of a, I don't know. Hey. Who knows? You see, I'm drinking Sprite Zero today. That was not my intent. I stopped into the local Rite Aid and uh, went, went running in for some water. And this whole long, you know, wall of possibilities. And I couldn't find water. It was everything imaginable. You know, various exotic juices, um, strangely, I don't know, caffeine-infused, you know, crap, Red Bull, blah, 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 on and on. And and I thought, where's the water? I mean, water. It's like basic. And then finally I see like a few little bottles of water, strangely, in amongst the Coke. But then I thought Coke does do bottled water. So I grabbed it, didn't think anything, paid for it, walking down the sidewalk with it, and I look, Sprite Zero. <laughs> Which is the amount of brains it takes to drink that crap. Oh, God. Stop fooling your body. Well, it's it's all I got. I need to wet my whistle a little bit. I've obviously got to go grocery shopping because I couldn't find anything in my own. Yeah, well, I'm drinking Coffee Plus. Can you're, you tell? You're drinking what? <laughs> you're tr- coffee Plus. Oh, coffee. <laughs> Never developed a taste, Susan. Can't it. Love the smell of it. Can't stand it. Mm. You want to hear my? You want to hear my my tale of customer service? Uh well, I think we will. Go. Okay. Well, mother and I arrived home last evening, and we're trying to, you know, settle in. And I thought, well, I haven't heard any news. I will I will listen to the the news. I turn on the television. There is, you know, I okay, skip this rant. There is a telemarketer bumping in on my cell phone and I am going to shoot whoever decided that they get to do this. Wait, oh. no. You mean right now? Yeah, going beep 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 beep. I look at it it's something out of New York. I know. I, no. You know what? You know what is it that you cannot? We are not to be left alone for a second. We have. Why isn't this? Why isn't this a right to privacy? A right to just why silence. Do have, why I, do you have the right to break into my personal space at your will right. without my permission? What and no said, matter what right. I do to stop you, no matter how many lists I put you on. Oh, okay. Rant number three. Right. Oh, absolutely. So we get back. Okay, here. So we get back, and I, um, um, the first thing I notice is that uh, the cable isn't working, the wireless isn't working, the phone sounds like crapola, and so I go down to uh, reboot uh, our wonderful UVerse system, and uh, and I reboot it, and then I go on my way thinking that'll take forever. And um, and I start listening to Mother's answering machine, which was chock full of this kind of, of six yeah. different people saying, "Do you know that we can get you a medical brace at a reduced rate? Call now. Push nine if you say yes. Push one if you want to talk to an executive. And you can't get rid of it. There were her whole phone was chock full of it." 
And you know what? Then somebody who really needs to get in touch with her ends up hearing something saying that mailbox is full. There was right in three months. There was not a real message because they they spammed that box until it was full, and they disabled her. You know what for her would be her system, right. and you know. Okay, so back to our Uverse system. I don't so, know. Okay, I ahead. reboot. Okay, it's a system that in mother's house controls her Wi-Fi, her cable, and her telephone. And it's all out of AT&T in one box. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so if the box isn't working, you're, uh, you know, out of luck. No, you're uh, living and, in a quiet um, place. Well, that's what I said. I said, mother, we'll either have to read or talk to each other. So we both decided <laughs> to read. <laughs> Okay, this isn't funny. Don't make yeah. me laugh. So then, I, so then I call. You know, I'm just grumbling to myself because the reboot ain't working. It's just down there twinkling merrily, and you know, in red where it should be green, and and manically green where it should be sort of a steady green. And uh, I've I've redone all the connections. I've rebooted in every single way you can think of. And I have to admit defeat and think they might have to send me a new signal. Please, God, just you can send me a new signal. So I call the woman in India. I don't mean to be offensive. I'm just telling you. (laughs) It's always this really lovely but slightly difficult to understand woman in India. Yeah. Who instructs me all of a sudden that I'm supposed to be next to my, you know, main thing. And I said, excuse me, ma'am, but in my house, I am speaking to you at one end and you are expecting me to be on a different level at the other end. I'll be, I'll tell you when I'm there. And um, uh, so I get down to where the uh, AT&T guy installed this thing, which is up a rickety stool in the rafters at the top of the basement in the farthest corner. And that's so that I can follow instructions easily because I can see and I can reach and I'm standing on a rickety chair. So now she's telling me to do everything that I did. I do it again. And she, um, and I, and, and all the time I'm thinking, what if I'm not here? And she, she's sending mother up on this stool and mother would go. This is their customer service. So after doing this and try fighting and trying and fighting, it's not happening. She says, your modem is fried. I'm sending you another modem. It'll be there on Wednesday. And, uh, you know, and just take the wires out and replace them the way you saw them. And, of course, you'll have to reset all of your passwords. But otherwise, you should be good to go. Do you have any questions? And as I'm just standing there speechless, I said, Wednesday? And she said, yes, Wednesday. And I said, really? (laughs) I can't go down to the AT&T store tomorrow and just turn in the modem and get another one? Oh, no, ma'am. I said, you have to send it from India? (laughs) I did not say that, but I really wanted to say that. Okay. There is no customer service. So at three, so I managed. I and I said, does it matter if I sit here and fight with it? After you, it's not. It's not going to go on no matter what I do. She said no. And I said, okay. So I hung up, and I um and I did everything once more, and I forgot it. And then uh, mother and I ate our dinner, and 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 we spoke, and then we and then we decided to go to our separate rooms, and. Uh, and I, uh, and for no good reason, I just out of desperation, um, turned on, tried it again. And the smart TV came on and, and I mean, it turned on the smart TV. So I clicked Netflix and Netflix came on. I said, wait a minute. That means I've got Wi-Fi." So I rebooted all the things. I got it all up and running. And and happiness reigned. We got our email. Everything was fine. I woke up this morning and it was broken again. But I don't care. I was. It was like uh, it was a brief little moment of Camelot. All right. And now it's right, almost right. Wednesday. You've used a no, quarter of my friggin' show to talk about this stupid interaction that we all have all the time. 
Yeah, but excuse me, how is this customer service and how much do they charge that they would expect, they don't even ask, that anyone that they tell to go anywhere in their house can follow their instructions and that's their customer service? Well, otherwise, and they have won't, to wait by the a way, long time. I won't be charged for this, she said. Well, of course you won't be. I mean, are you kidding? She thought you- <laughs> <laughs> okay, there. Now, I only used a quarter of your show because I overheard you say before this whole thing started that you hoped I had something to say. So that's what I had to say. <laughs> You're kidding. You heard me say that. Yeah, so Who else you better watch what you say. Jeez. Shit. All right. All right. Talk about talk talk whatever you want. I'm quiet now. Okay. I had to tell somebody. I was really irritated. Well, yeah. You know, it, it's tr- life now. Living in this time and place is annoying. It's just maddening. No, but it's corporations taking more and more money, refusing to hire the people that previously waited on you, making you do it for yourself, and then sending you a customer service survey to see how they did. Well, here's the thing. Um, this is unfettered capitalism. This is That's all this is, right? If we lived in Didn't a... Didn't you love the days of regulation? I remember yeah, the days Yeah, if we lived in a country in which actually our government was looking after our peace, quiet, serenity, security, they would not allow so much of what goes on. They wouldn't allow those calls to intrude upon the quiet enjoyment of our private property. You know, why do we pay no. to live and in by a place the way, so that they can talk, invade talk about the dark at will? State, Lynn. What? Huh? I, I said talk about the dark state, Lynn. If you don't think it was the corporations that quietly instructed people that they that government was too much in their business and all this regulation stuff was bad. I mean, this is we're just it has taken us all this time to recognize how the how we've been propagandized out of our you know you you know much more economically diverse country than uh that we were to what we are today and it was done through corporations stealthily convincing people that regulation was bad for them that more government was bad for them that corporations unfettered were good for them, that it gave every little guy a chance to get ahead. And instead, all the little guys are out here, and there's, uh, oh, I don't know what, 20 big guys up there laughing. Well, yep. I don't, I mean, you ain't going to get an argument from me. It's unbelievable. But let us acknowledge that most of that was coming from Republicans, okay? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And this, what I just described in wasting the first 15 months of the 15 minutes of your show was the Republican idea of customer service. Yeah. All right. Send a 96 year old lady up a ladder. It's something. I know. I know. So, anyway, welcome back. Well, the insurance company, come to think of it, wanted to get on her own damn roof and assess the damage. <laughs> when the tree fell on her house and insured? Yeah, I remember screaming roof. at the woman. Are you? She was asking mother, you know, to describe, you know, the size of the hole and the damage. And I'm going, and I and I grabbed the phone up of mother's hand and I said, "Excuse me, ma'am." But it is your job to send somebody to assess the damage. It is not your job to send my 96-year-old mother onto her roof to tell you what the damage is. There's a 30-foot tree on her roof. There's a hole. Send somebody. That I did say. Susan. They sent somebody five days later. Susan. Oh, I was so angry. I couldn't believe it. You, you, you have been angry for now 20 minutes. Oh, it feels so good. Well, well, I don't. It doesn't feel good to me. Okay, you talk. Ah, uh, jeez. 
See, this is what we've come to. I spent 20 minutes crying on the show yesterday. Now you're spending 20 minutes ranting and raving. This is what we've come to. Why were you crying? Don't start. Why were you crying? I I got triggered. (laughs) I got triggered by what I took to be a homeless young man on the street. And I have to tell you that coming into work today, he's... It even looks worse to me. I mean, he's lying on the street in a uh, not in a in a nook um, off the sidewalk, uh, bundled up in com- is it a like in a blanket, lying there with his life's possessions surrounding him, and every we're just all walking by him, and I don't know. I couldn't believe it when I saw him again this morning. But I'm not going to cry. I understand that doesn't help, but. Uh, oh, God. So, anyway, that's, uh, it just got to me. Uh, everything, the, the pain and suffering of, of, uh, that's going on in this world, and then that there's, yeah. And then the annoying, you're, doing, I know. you're talking yeah. about the, uh, you know, the stressful kind of un- petty kind of annoyances that our culture provides us with, too. But those little stressors, like what's made you so angry, um, really do. I mean, research shows those are the little stressors that literally shorten our lives. But, you know, I mean, you know, the, the term for these are sort of, you know, this might be what you're describing as a microaggression. What I'm just but I, I, I don't think it's so micro. And and I just it's just a, the cosmic nature of the thing. Your bill from from the you know from the AT and T giant that you know they broke up once and that then they threw all that out. My bell's my bell again. You know, it's yeah. it's right. ridiculous. So anyway, they send you a bill and they do nothing for you. Well, we pay the bills. Yes, we do. Geez, I just got a thank you so much from a guy named Mark Friedenberg. He said, thank you, Lynn. Because of donations like yours, I don't even know who this friggin' guy is. He's running for Congress. And you probably didn't send a donation. No, I most certainly did not. Where's yeah, he running? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um. Yeah, it's a it's a lunatic uh order. You're on a mailing you're on a mailing list. You send somebody else money. Yeah. Well, I'm sure Mark Friedenberg is a fine fellow because if he thinks I'll give him money, he's probably a a good democrat. Um he's running somewhere. There's here. a big election in Chicago today. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. He's running somewhere in Pennsylvania. And we've got a special election here, too, that uh, is going on right now. Hey, if you live in that district, get out there and vote for that. um, What's her name? (laughs) (laughs) Good one. Good one, Lynn. That'll help. All I could think of when I say when I said that, all I could think uh, all I could think of was the picture that her opponent uses of her in his ads. And she literally looks, I was going to say, go out and vote for that, that wicked hag. <laughs> because that's, you know, she looks absolutely like a possessed demonic, uh, you know, succubus or something. Oh, God. Roger says, the picture of Susan on the show shows her smiling. You should have an angry one, too. <laughs> Uh, okay, guys, I'll go back to my usual happy demeanor. No, you don't necessarily, you don't have to. But no, I think you should send us an angry, take an angry selfie and send it, and we'll we'll use uh, you know we'll be able to toggle <laughs> back and forth because it is a little dis. It always disconcerts me when you're reading someone's obituary and they're smiling at you. I'm thinking and they're I, smiling at you. Yeah, it's the same kind of thing. I think we should, or I don't know. Anyway, um. Okay. Well, I'll 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 send you one of of me angry. But um you know, which which reminds me of another thing. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, no. But it's a real issue. No, it's it's a, it's about it's about me too stuff. Okay, that is where we're going. Okay? 
good. Talking about Biden? Because, uh, yeah. Okay. So no, I, I'm I talk, but I'm talking about a similar thing to Biden, except nowhere near Biden-like, who for years has been described as creepy. Okay, go go for it, and then I'll we'll get to Biden. So there is a longtime anchor woman, now retired in St. Louis. Karen Foss is her name. I mean, she was on the scene for. 50 years, and in uh, the best way as I can describe her is you and Sally Wigan in one person. Dear God in heaven. Because that, that was sort of her presence in the community. She spoke at everything. She headlined everything. She just, you know, and, um, and then there was another longtime male broadcaster. They were friendly competitors. He's now on NPR with a daily interview show and she was his guest three days ago and um and suddenly what flashes across my uh news alerts is that this man don marsh has unexpectedly resigned and i mean like right before his show he didn't do a show that day Um, and everybody's going what what the hell could don marsh have done this is a white-haired gentleman of you know, who's been around forever. No one really thinks there's any secrets. And two days later, there's a letter to the editor from Karen Foss, the woman saying, I am horrified to th- to find out that I may have indirectly been the cause of Don Marsh quitting. He greeted me by saying, you look good. And somebody complained that that was a sexist comment. No, 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 no. And no. when he was approached by, with that, he said, "You're telling me that that was a sexually harassing comment?" And the reply was, "It was very close to the edge." And he said, "I quit." And she went on to say, "To people of a certain age, when we greet each other, she said, "I'm probably pretty sure that my response was." So do you, because we're old and we're happy to see each other looking so well and healthy. He'll be back. Surely they're going to give him his job back and apologize. Well, I don't know. I mean, but this, so here's what I want to say. Dear God first, in heaven. First, when stuff like that happens, all it does is give everybody a, a right to ignore the real stuff. Just like that fire alarm. Thank you very much. This is the conflation and that of a man guy. saying to someone he knows who he hasn't seen in a long time, "Hey, hi, you look good." That's a, a that's nothing. It's nothing. You would say, "Well, thank you." So do you. She didn't take offense. How dare some third party who overheard it? take offense and cause a stir and somebody sees it as like right up to a line. Now you got me screaming. I cannot, I can't live in this world. No, don't report me to suicide prevention either. But I mean, Jesus H. Christ. Okay, so. Uh, This is what my husband used to do to me. He'd get in such a foul mood, he wouldn't get out of it until, and I would be doing anything I could to get him out of it. And finally, I would do what you just did, and he'd feel great. (laughs) Oh, I take on your anger, and it's you. (laughs) Well, you learn from a master. Thanks a lot. Now I'm so pissed off. no, no, but here's so here's what I want to say because there's a lot of that stuff going on, and I'm not sure Biden. I'm not sure Biden is the right example um, uh, because long before Me Too was Me Too, Biden was accused of being vaguely creepy. But he's. I don't see. Okay, here. I don't see it either. What I is vaguely creepy? Because that, he's he's a touchy feely guy. Guess what? I'm a touchy-feely woman. I put my hands on people, on total strangers, a lot. Someone stops me on the street and says something to me like, oh, Lynn, I this and that, and I often will, male or female, I touch them. I mean, I've been known to hug them. You saw what I did to friggin' Ellie Wiesel, for God's sake. 
Was that not, that was like sexual harassment of the, the nth degree. I do touch, hug. Jesus, fuck. Yeah, I know. It's very irritating. And, and there's and rape and assault and real harassment. I mean, to, you know, and I, it, it just feels like it's a male plot. You know, to to delegitimize. Uh, no, it's a fucking a honest. It's a God fucking movement. young liberal and progressive woke young women plot to destroy everything that women built up. I I am so fucking sick of this. It's it's the same stupidity of zero tolerance. It's this well, it is zero no. tolerance, and it's wrong. We aren't robots; we're human beings. Uh, and and you know what you mean? Pretty soon, you can't smile because it would be flirtatious. That is correct. You know, you know, you, I we we can't do that, and that is not not not, or at least should not ever be our intent. Our intent is not to be misused. That's a pretty clear thing. So uh, now I'm yelling again. No, I really, <laughs> I can't take it. Here's the thing. But I, this, so well, if you find yourself lodging a complaint on behalf of a third person that is anything short of you witnessed a rape, stay out of it. It's not your place. We're living in a time of just fucking little tattletales and and you know informants and 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 people with a a skin so thin they're 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 translucent they're I, I i can't even i can't live in a world like this i've said it before i'll say it again it is incredibly i mean i'm looking at a headline second woman says biden made her uncomfortable well god damn it you know what I have to say to these women? If somebody is making you feel uncomfortable, say stop that. Yes. It doesn't How have to be something that? we've all got to live. Because Joe Biden rubbed my nose. And okay, by the fine. way, your limit might not. Yeah. Your limit might not be my limit. Exactly. Your right. stop that might mean just as that woman wrote in. Hey, you might have found it offensive. He's my good friend. I was a nervous wreck. He was comforting me. He wasn't being creepy. He was being my friend. I mean, she wrote a whole op-ed about it. I feel like I'm living in and a dystopian. This is like a dystopian reality. I mean, it I, really is. It, it, I don't want to live in this world. It really young, is that these uh, young I mean, snowflake women wanna wanna live in. I do not want to live in it with you, babe. I real oh no. did I call you babe? Are you triggered now? Fuck you! I can't take it anymore. Jesus, you do exactly what Susan said. You de you delegitimize real sexual harassment, real sexual assault. God damn. And you make it easier to discredit a whole legitimate grievance, set of grievances. I got to tell you. This is where babies get thrown out with bathwater because people can't tell the bathwater from the baby. Beyond fucking belief. I can't live in it. I can't and to you live and me, like it this. seems real clear which is the baby and which is the okay, water. Okay, we got callers coming in. Incoming, incoming. Uh, hello, caller. Hello, caller. Hello? Oh, shit. It might be on our end. I don't know. Laura writes, meanwhile, what is wrong with this world? I'm so tired of this crap. It's getting so everyone is afraid to greet a friend or anyone. I don't see Biden as creepy. Some of us are just touchy people. Some aren't, and if they aren't, it's okay for them to let me know, and I won't touch them. 
I've hugged your brother. This is my brother's secretary. I have hugged your brother many a time, you know, and he's not exactly inclined to like people touching him. I have hugged your brother many a time, but sometimes I now think I shouldn't. Now I have to think, and it makes me sad. Human touch is needed. How do we change the thinking of It is of these needed, people? and you keep, you keep hugging, hugging Bill because as much as he likes to pretend that he's a porcupine, he's actually a great hugger. He gives a nice Yeah. Uh, do we have the caller? Caller? Hello? <laughs> Go Hello. ahead. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Hey, um, I agree with you about that guy leaving, quitting. But uh, on that picture, the video, they show Biden with that woman, and he's rubbing her shoulders. Now, did he kiss her on the neck? Which video are no, you talking No, he was whispering. About? He was whispering. Now, to me, that... That that's creepy. They are friends. <laughs> they are friends. I find that creepy. Wait, is this the I, Ashton I Carter where, swearing know. in? Is this the Ashton Carter swearing in, where he's rubbing? Yeah, well, a- this is the one. But but can I tell you, this is the woman that wrote the op-ed and said he he was. I was unexpectedly nervous. Well, maybe I, her, but what about somebody else that doesn't like that? Well, okay, but she was just but she was saying is don't be offended for me. I'm telling you this was my friend, and what he did was not inappropriate. He was whispering in my ear, "It's okay, you're doing great. Congratulations. Thank you for letting your husband do this." That's what he was whispering to her, and he was actually trying to calm her down. And 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 so it's not for us to be creeped out by it because. We're all misinterpreting. Right. I do think that Biden now knows that he's living in a different world and he needs to try to stop putting his hands on women who he is not close to. But there is nothing, and these latest two women have both agreed they did not feel there was anything sexual going on. Nothing. Right. It's just he comes from a time when, believe it or not, people could touch each other without being dragged off to some gulag. Sorry. And another thing I wanted to mention, I don't know if you run into this, but these wimpy Democrats, since, since um, Barr come out with that exoneration, which is a bunch of bullshit, now they're saying, oh, no, Trump's going to win. Trump's going to win. I, I'm running into I'm like, my God, the races didn't even start, really, and you're, you're having Trump win. That's what's wrong with the Democrats. I mean, they need to get some yeah. backbone or something. It just, come well, on. I just keep, I, that's what I keep saying. You know, only if people like you forget to vote for whoever, and I do mean whoever is the Democratic candidate. And, and, you know, and I start to sign everything with an actual hashtag, which is not me, which is keep your eyes on the prize at 2020. You know, you can't you just stop this. We got one job. It's to show up and vote for the Democrat in November and and of of 20. Yeah, that's it. Right. Okay. Hey, thanks for the call. We got another caller. So, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. Uh, caller, hug. hello. Hug somebody today. Hello, caller. In DC. Hey. Hey, Lynn. It's Mike hey. in DC. Hi. Hi. Um, the um op-ed that Susan's talking about. I love how the woman ended it. She said, "This is my story and my agency, and I am reclaiming it." In other words, mind your own business. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And if your life is and if your life is so boring that you have nothing in it but to comment on other people's lives, I say, get a life. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Get I, a life. life. You know, and, and, you know, it was just, and then, you know, somebody like Elizabeth Warren literally sort of used the first woman's to sort of throw Biden under the bus. Well, I don't know. He'll have to decide whether this is, I mean, I, I this is the kind of thing that makes people hate Democrats and hate liberals, and I and I'm getting close. I'm getting close. Yeah, I don't want him to be president know. anyway. I don't want him to be our nominee. 
No. But not for this reason. No, not for this reason. No, I don't either. I, I, I don't want either he is, those two if old he, guys. If he is, I'm voting for him. But I, I don't think he's the guy. I don't. And, um, yeah. Jesus, God, I can't take it. Hey, Mike, thanks. You're welcome. Appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. I'm, st- I'm still for Mayor Pete. Can yeah, we all okay. practice his name? Yeah. Buttigieg. Buttigieg. I got it now. It took me a while, but I got it. Buttigieg. So listen, I just Once want to say it, this. it's sort of fun to say. Buttigieg. Yeah, all right. Yeah, go ahead. Michelle Goldberg today talks about Biden being, um, um, you know, now in the spotlight for, you know, these transgressions. And uh, she says that shouldn't be the reason that he's not. I mean, she's agreeing with what Mike said and what we're saying. She says the problem with him is that he has such a long record, he'd have to run on that record. And it does include, uh, you know, he voted for the Iraq war. He voted uh, to authorize. um, uh, He 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 got knocked out of the 19, uh, you know. Yeah, for plagiarism. Presidential right, race for plagiarism. Yeah. He actually voted to repeal uh, the Glass-Steagall Act, which uh, which lifted regulations on banks and brought us, uh, you know, a disaster in 2008. There's lots of reasons that you don't want him as your nominee. He also, though, did lots of wonderful things, right? And as <coughs> Goldberg says... And this is true. He is, by most accounts, a man of great personal decency. He is well-known and well-loved. Recall it was he, as vice president, who pushed the president, Obama, to move forward on gay marriage. Remember that? Um, Yep. So she says he is a product of his time, but that time is up, which I think sort of is true. Now, I I don't know if you saw. Yeah, he missed the bus. His time might have been, yeah, you know. should have done he it last time. He opted out of last time. time. Yeah, should have yeah. done it last time. And, yeah, his time is up. And, you know, and and I want to make it clear. I, I do not fault a, a person that has demonstrated that there's no end point to personal growth. Exactly. See, here's the thing, and though. If we keep denying somebody like the clear example of whom is standing in front of you that he has personally grown, it's really counterproductive. You know. Okay. So I got there's a great hip. great column by Karen Tumali. Or Tumulty, I don't know how she pronounces Washington Post uh, columnist today. Her first line says it all. Joe Biden needs to cut it out, and so does the mob that's after him. There it is. He needs to stop being so handsy because we've moved to a time when that's not necessarily the way you deal with someone you don't know. And the mob needs to shut the fuck up. Um... But she says, and stop too. making up stories out of whole cloth. Yeah. Uh, what we all are learning, we should hope, she says, is that we should respect women who have the courage to come forward about their experiences with unwanted physical contact. They deserve the benefit of the doubt, both about their versions of events and about how they were made to feel. But it is also important and a sign that a social movement is maturing into a social norm to recognize that not every offense is of equal severity. Also worth factoring in is whether an alleged perpetrator was acting with malevolence or just cluelessness or just, yeah, to lose that sense of proportion. Here's what you said, Susan. To lose that sense of proportion is to dishonor the victims of the worst kinds of sexual abuse and to abandon any hope that there can be a path to redemption for those who commit lesser ones and then grow to understand the hurt they have caused. 
Jesus. Unbelievable. Well, if if you've got zero tolerance, if there is no nuance, then why is any of that necessary? So you still like uh, Buttigieg. David Brooks has I do. I do, too. David David Brooks has a column today about, it's titled, Why You Love Mayor Pete. <laughs> and in part, he says this. This has been an era of culture war, class warfare, identity politics. It's been an era in which, all, which, which call out culture, reality, TV, melodrama, and tribal grandstanding have overshadowed policymaking and the challenges of actually governing. The Buttigieg surge suggests that there are a lot of Democrats who want to say goodbye to all of that. They don't want to fight fire and divisiveness with more fire and divisiveness. They don't want to fight white identity politics with another kind of identity politics. They are sick of the moral melodrama altogether. They just want a person who is more about governing than virtue signaling, more about friendliness and basic decency than media circus and rhetorical war. There it is. That is why a lot of us like this guy. He doesn't seem to be bringing all of that like everybody else. I'm sick of it. No. And every time somebody directs, you know, him in a way to draw him into the fray, he, he takes a nice little curve and starts talking policy. Exactly. In that regard, there was there used to be such a thing, policy. In that regard, he's the best I'm seeing so far. And also because Absolutely. He's, because he's he doesn't have all the crap from having been in Washington and having learned how to talk Washington and how to and he doesn't seem to jump when the mob says jump and he doesn't seem to ha talk in the you know, in the the virtue signaling way that these other most of these other Democrats do. I'm sick of it. I really am well, sick of it. What I what I what I like about him is this is the only guy that demonstrably acts according to his ethics and principles and has in in every step of his life he has acted it, with integrity and honesty, and he has excelled, uh, whether he was in the military or whether he was busy being a Rhodes Scholar or whether he was being a young mayor. He has done it all with a grace and honesty and integrity that is, I don't know, I just find it charming. I do too. You know, And I'm so sorry it, that he happens to be a white refreshing. male. So sorry he happens to be I'm a not, white male. I'm not. But I, because no, I so don't that, care that he, he's a white male. He's saved. He's saved because he's gay. Yeah, that's right. I don't want... What is wrong with us? I don't want a I quota system. I don't want a one of these and a one of those. I want the best person out there. Thank that's you. what I want. We want to... We want to... You know... Let's let's aim for gender equality. Why not? Let's just try and get the best person out there. The best two people running on a ticket. There's a whole slew of them out there who are exceptionally qualified. We could hardly go wrong. Let's just do this thing and do it quickly and not do it divisively. And let's yeah. throw out anybody in the beginning who goes there. Let's just stand up all together and and and, and you know in the in the good old reality show way hit that red buzzer and throw them out. <laughs> okay, there's another big story we need to address, and that is the whistleblower from the White House. Oh yeah, um, God bless her. Yeah, and and then she went back to work. She she goes and 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 spills the beans. 
uh, to the House uh, Oversight Committee and then goes back to work, which takes a lot of courage. Well, she's already been docked pay. She's already been demoted. That's she's, right. You know, and she's, she's, I mean, it's not like she's going back to friendly folks, which makes you wonder, have they turned everybody there? She can't possibly be the last man standing. She can't possibly be without support in that whole place. Um, I don't know. The, the most extraordinary thing they apparently did is they, she is a dwarf. And they put a lot of files that she would need to have access to way, way out of her reach. They even put the buzzer that you have to buzz to get into the office out of her reach. The, well, that's, excuse me, that's yeah, against yeah. the law. That's against the law. That is correct. She could certainly file, and in, in fact, she did file a complaint with the uh, with the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission uh, accusing them of moving files to a shelf several feet above her. Um, then she hired her own attorney. Um, the fact that she says, as, you know, somebody said the other day that s this information alone, that 25 people were given top security clearances after the people that are hired to decide whether they should have them were overridden would be a huge, huge scandal in any administration. Any. This one, it barely gets noticed. Isn't no. That so? And the reasons are because they were so open to blackmail or right. they were doing, they were engaged in business dealings with governmental entities. Right. You know, it's not little things. She's in an office that is supposed to be nonpartisan. She has served uh, President Clinton, President Bush, President Obama, and now President Trump. And because that office is not supposed to be politicized. They're there to vet people for clearances. And they were finding all kinds of people that Trump wanted to bring in that had financial problems, that had criminal conduct, that had drug use, that had uh, all kinds of information, including entanglements, yes, with overseas entities, uh, two of whom are top level and now have top security clearance. We can assume one is Jared Kushner. She has not named names. Um, it's <laughs> this. She says she's come forward because she is concerned about our national security. And her children's security and her security. She, this isn't little. She tried and, you know, when to Jared deal. Quick, quick, I'm, she tried Kushner to deal with this internally. It. By the way, she didn't like go right screaming to you know no. Congress. She no. tried for that's a year. That's why she was demoted. That's why she was demoted. That's why she actually she ended up getting suspended for two weeks. They started harassing her when she started raising these issues internally. They went after her. And Jared Kushner was asked today his thoughts on the matter, and, and his response was, we shouldn't worry about it. No. He should. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's got plenty to worry about. Unbelievable. Oh. I mean, I, I used to joke about, you know, can't this be like a Dickens novel where um, – we wake up one day and, and Trump is just green goo on a wall who having spontaneously combusted. But more and more, we are like caught in a Dickensian sort of horror show where, you know, we're cogs in an endless machine and, and 
the idiots are in control of the house and 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 the people are reduced to mere supplicants. That's about it. That's about it. And that's why I keep saying I feel like I'm 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 trapped in some kind of uh, dystopian world and I'm afraid I am. So good lord. Where did I see? I can't believe I I lost it. I had this thing about there's a Hang on. I maybe left stuff in my little Yeah, here. No, that's not it. <laughs> Shoot. Anyway, there's this stuff called a Q. No, it's not a Q rating. It's another kind of E rating, I think it is. And this is done by some private company uh, and other big entities, marketers and uh, big corporations pay this these people to give them information about how important people are perceived it'll it helps them market and figure out what anyway they had there's a rating for trump and has been since he's been a celebrity right and somehow somebody leaked what his ratings are and they rate you know there's adjectives that people are asked to do these apply to this person do the you know it's a kind of market research thing and oh my god i somehow left it at home oh my god Oh, wait a minute. Maybe I have it here. Yeah, here it is. It's called an E-score. And um, it tracks how individuals score on more than 40 personality and physical attributes. Uh, networks, advertisers rely on these figures uh, to know which personalities appeal to their audiences and which do not. Somebody has leaked out his E-ratings. They're, they're, <laughs> they ain't good. He is most often described as mean, mean, and aggressive. That's how people perceive him. Now, what's interesting is the people who love him see him that way. They like it. That's what we got to understand. His meanness, his aggressiveness does not turn them off. It turns him on. He also scored high for being insincere and for being creepy. He also scored high, is the only good one, but it's, it's because he's a narcissist. He scores high on confidence. But he got the lowest possible numbers for being physically fit, impartial, handsome, and sexy, which, if he reads this article, is going to send him into a crazed, you know, tirade, right? So <laughs> that is how he's perceived by, m and, and believe me, people pay tens of thousands of dollars to get access to this information about people. America's, Americans see him for who he is. Exactly. Uh, they see he has no clothes. They see his malevolence and his ugliness. And we know that 40-some percent of them like it. That's the scary part. Right? Are you, are you coughing, choking? Yeah. I am coughing. I'm just okay. choking to death on this. Okay, okay. Well, I think we're done anyway. I can tell we're done. Somebody just sent me a picture of a bunch of little kittens. <laughs> okay, I'm going to find you an. I'm going to find you an angry picture of me, and I will send it to you so that you can switch them out when appropriate. But I'll go back to my normal happy. Okay. Do you know self. the? I wouldn't. When you said angry picture, do you know the greatest angry picture? I've ever had of me was I think taken by you or else your daughter when I we were on vacation in Sarasota do you remember yeah. the picture oh god 
God, it's a riot. I remember I used it. I sent it to people saying, wish you were here having a great time <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> I, it's a picture of me and I'm, I'm sitting at a table and I'm looking off to the left and I've got a look of such, I, you can't, it's just, you don't remember the picture. I should, no. it's, a, it's a riot. I'll send it to you. It's a riot. You remember why you were looking that way? No. <laughs> no, I don't. But it's the, someone <laughs> saw it and thought it was funny. I think it might have been Leah. So there, there, you, there you go. And it is funny. Wish it, well, you were probably ranting about some stranger that you could see from where you were sitting. I don't know. I don't know, man. I If you saw this picture, you would not want to be go anywhere near that woman. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we should just use that. Okay, okay, maybe we could use that. Anyway, okay, Suze, we're out of time. How long are you staying there? Um, I That's up in the air. Okay. Uh, I think I might stay less long and go home and then come back so I can... Uh, drive mom to my house for Passover. Passover. Okay. Well, okay. Well, I'll see you for Passover. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. Bye, bye Suze. Thanks. Bye. Bye. And uh, bye, you guys. Sorry for the fire alarm, the general rants, the anger, and whatever, and the uh, plot. See you tomorrow. Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. and archived at pghcitypaper.com. The opinions expressed on Lynn Cullen Live are those of the host and do not necessarily reflect the viewpoints of Pittsburgh City Paper or its advertisers.